the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Together again, here we are for episode 67. It's I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Me, John Taylor, along with comedian extraordinaire Shan Carr. And we've got our gay desert guide, Brad Fur in the house. What we got going on today, Shan? Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have uh, Charles Drabkin, who is a food blogger for Gay Desert Guide and a friend of all of ours. Uh, he's going to come in and give us a little chatter and stuff today, along with Dr. Laura Rush with Medical News. And then later in the show, we have Jeff Taylor, who is with Aging Positively. They're having a reunion convention this week, talking about HIV and aging. And then finally, we have Selena Luna, who is a comedian, and she is hosting the Crip Comedy Jam for the... Uh, uh, the International Comedy Festival, and it is all uh, people who are differently abled uh, doing comedy. So I'm looking forward to talking to all of them. And who is this show brought to you by, Brad? Why, Shan, I'm so glad you asked. It's brought to you today by our friends at Tori Nissan in La Quinta, the folks that created the Gay Desert Guide Nissan Leaf. You can get a great deal on a new or used car today. See Bob Bailey, the general manager at Tory Nissan in La Quinta. Tell him we sent you. Also by the Fun and Games Department of Gay Desert Guide, Shan Carr is going to be co-hosting the 70s Happy Hour and Trivia Night tomorrow night, Friday. Uh, that would be October the 16th. And if you uh, have not signed up for it yet, please do so at GayDesertGuide.com. Our podcast also brought to you by Desert AIDS Project. During COVID-19, Desert AIDS Project innovates with free at-home self-HIV tests that can be mailed or picked up at DAP. Testing has never been easier with DAP's free self-test. This simple test gives you the information you need to know about your HIV status. To receive your free HIV self-test, go to gaydesertguide.com and click on the banner. Self-tests are saliva-based, take about 20 minutes to get your results. And if you're not comfortable leaving contact information on their website, you can call DAP and get your kit mailed. 760-656-8425. And now, episode 67. Jeez. Spin it for us. Come on, spin it for us. Uh, there we go. <laughs> okay, who used to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show and run to the front of the theater and spin the image? Yes? Yay, Charles. Okay, you two guys. Boo. John? I know of it. You know of it? You've never been to Rocky Horror Picture Show, Brad? No, no, I've never done it. I've but never, you never per- got I've up never and uh, yeah, uh, the Exeter Street Theater in Boston. I oh, was God. about sixteen when I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I was amazed. I mean, I had no concept of anything outside of the box. I didn't even know what I had seen, and I was so flummoxed by it. I made my dad come with me. The second we probably time. were going to the same theater. In Portland. Yes. Yes. What, yep. The Egyptian? Was it the Egyptian? No. I don't think it was. I can't think what it was named, but now I'm going to have to look it up. But my dad <laughs> walked out of there just shaking his head, and he knew what he'd seen, and he didn't <laughs> and he explain it to me. It. But I identified, even with no understanding, I identified that there was something in there important to me. Yes, it was slightly queer. <laughs> yes, it definitely was. <laughs> like, like, you know... Like, I mean, that's what I like that, you know, I, I knew I was amongst my people. 
Yes. Your tribe. Yes, we have. It is a tribal meeting. The Rocky. For anybody who's under the age of forty, Google it. Oh, that still goes on. <laughs> is it, it is really online, going? And they still do yeah. it. As a matter of fact, even just a couple years ago, the Camelot did. Uh, Another I think they tried yeah. a late night movie with Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. right around Halloween y or something like I, that. Uh, we did we did one, they did one, uh it, and they couldn't do it late night because you know Palm Springs. Oh but that's right. like late night it was at eight o'clock. Right. Uh, <laughs> why are we who we are? I'm oh not pitching, I'm just moaning. You gotta get that early Charles. bird special in and then late night is eight o'clock. But I think God, in like I San Diego, they it it or it was before the, the pandemic, like every week, like the longest running Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. Yeah. Well, With the full shadow cast. And, it's yeah. so cool. I definitely enjoyed that. I saw it easily 40 something times. It was just part of the culture, you know? I still know yeah. all the words from two years ago or whenever it was that was at the Camelot. Like, oh, heck yeah. I knew every word. And the choreography. All right. Well, this is one of the things that we will definitely uh, miss in the new normal is being able to go to weird midnight movies and things like that. We're going to get to that question for everybody today to find out what you really miss. That's a, a, a Shan Carr question coming up later. Shall we, shall we welcome Dr. Laura Rush into the, uh, the party? If she's yes, here, I would do. say in Rocky Horror Picture Show turns. So take a step to the left. Okay. And then a step to the right. Let's go get Laura in. Uh, Good is. morning. Like more Good morning. You do kind of look like you might have a sleepy face on, though. Is that true? I have serious allergies right now. Oh, oh yeah. Is that the spray thing? Awful. So, like, my eyes are swollen and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is that a grass thing? From the replanting of the, the yeah yeah and, and as soon as I moved out here I was like what fresh hell is this with the reseeding <laughs> so I, I've since learned why they do it but it's it's still I'm like oh my god all of this for golf there is there are some people that that are listening to this podcast that have no clue what we're talking about would anybody like to explain because when I moved here it, it was a revelation to me too okay never... I'll take it I'll take it so every year. The summer grass, which is this gnarly stuff that basically punctures your, the bottom of your feet, um, it, uh, it has to be scraped away so that the Bermuda grass can be planted. And we have winter grass here in Palm Springs because the one grass uh, can't survive in the summer. The other grass doesn't do well in the winter. So we have two seasons of grass in Palm Springs and many other desert places. Well, and I think you might have gotten them switched. The Bermuda is the grass that grows almost all year. And I think it's a rye that they plant in the winter that doesn't last very long. Possibly. I could have that backwards. But yes, one of them does that and one of them does the other. Exactly. And in between, they scrape the lawn to kill the to get the other grass off. It creates a dust bowl effect here in the greater Palm Springs in the Coachella Valley. Like we need our air to be any worse this year, right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't understand why they still do it with residential lawns because they do it with mine. And I was like, uh, no. So I, I've had to tell my gardener a few years, leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It doesn't do, the other stuff doesn't, it doesn't look as nice, but it still survives. Hey, before we get on to medical questions, Charles, since we've got you here, the big story this morning that KESQ broke last night was that Palm Canyon is going to be reopening and uh, there's going to be traffic and tacos uh, in the same lane. I don't know if they're going to be in the exact same lane. Well, um, good. 
that'd be a little dangerous. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm always ready for a taco though. So wherever they put them, I'll, I'll eat them. Yeah, okay. I saw that last night. I, you know, I think that, that we as a community didn't do a great job of making that an appealing space. Um, yeah. You know, when I was on the podcast a few months ago, when they were just going to start it, I was, you know, light, light advocating for closing it down permanently. I still think that's a better solution. I do um, too. But it, we, it, it was ugly. Like those. Oh my God. T, t rails. Is that what they're called? The K rails. K rails. K rails. Right? Yeah. Like, like it looked like a construction zone. Yeah. It, it wasn't appealing. I don't think the fact that we've had you know record heat helped to because I don't think there's as many people on there. So comparing year to year sales is probably not great for merchants. Um, but other cities are doing it. I, I think I just read that Santa Barbara is investing like $2 million uh, in State Street, I think is the name of their, their big big sort of downtown core uh, improvements to make it, it more appealing. You, we couldn't expect to just put up some ugly barriers and make people like, oh yeah, let's go. It's, it's park-like now. Um, you know, we needed to do more. Uh, it, and we, there just wasn't the political will. There wasn't the, the energy. Well, you and I went for the first time together to be there a month ago or something like that. Yeah. And uh, we did first remark like, wow, okay, you know, they did a pretty good job. This is, we were excited to sit somewhere that felt like it was different or whatever, right. but like done and done. I didn't need to go back to that weird little Astro turf square on the middle of the road in order to experience it again. But I would say, and I too had been advocating for a closed down, but why not just a couple of spread apart side streets like arenas or something? Why the through street of the city? I'm sure that is prohibitive for, for folks, but I don't know. We'll just watch, keep our eyes we'll on it. Watch this space. We're going to keep, uh, you know, keep up, up with this story, but it is something that affects us from a tourism standpoint. It affects a lot of people. And so... We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. So, are we red? Are we uh, purple? Are we going to go back to purple or red? Or We're teetering, and we should go to Laura as well as the fact that two of the people on Kamala's um, campaign have tested positive this morning. Yeah. Tell us about it. So going back, we're, we're still hanging tight in red. They're giving us another week to kind of get our act together. The positivity rate for Coachella Valley did go down. Um, and we have had an increase in testing, so which is what I've been touting all along. The more yeah. people that we test, the more accurate our results are going to be. So the positivity rate did go down out here. Of my own personal experience, I have been testing at about the same rate, which is not that very many. Um, I've had a couple of patients that were positive in the past month, but not a lot. So I'm not seeing a lot of it right now. Hmm. I am seeing a lot of this, this, you know, the allergy stuff, and that's got people mm -hmm. anxious. Sure. You know, the coughing, the sneezing, the headaches. And so as we talked about weeks ago, keeping an eye on your allergy symptoms, keeping that in check so you're not freaking out and thinking that this is COVID and causing undue anxiety. This is your seasonal yeah. allergies. Um, so right now we're hanging tight in, in red. They're giving us um, another week. Fingers crossed. You know, they, we don't want to see any more, any more closures. We'd like to go forward. So, but who's going forward? Germany's starting to lock down now. Switzerland had a huge spike as yeah. well. So we, you know, we talked about this last spring. We said we were going to see this again in the fall, and 
here it is. This is not unexpected. So Correct. Pretty much exactly where we expected that we would be. It's just we kind of want to keep things manageable so we can go about life as we know it now and not make it any worse than it, than it already has been. Should asymptomatic people make it a point to go out and get tested so that we have our numbers yes. in line with the real population? Absolutely. If, if it's it being yesterday. offered, go get it. Yeah, I did one yesterday at the convention center, the hospitality yeah. association, the merchants, we're all trying to get as many tested as possible so that those, those number of tests go up. Uh, and unlike uh, Eric Trump, who thinks that uh, it was it Eric that said um, it, it, that that there was more testing that got made made the hospital beds fill up. Uh, somebody, it was one of the Trumps that said that recently. Mental midgets. So you know, <laughs> I love those medical I terms. To, I tried to make an appointment uh, at the convention center yesterday, and it said that there were no, none available. I'm hearing huh. that they are taking walk-ins. I'm hearing they're not taking walk-ins. Do you? So, yeah, it's over. I believe it stopped yesterday, and oh, it was a, I think it was through Thursday only. Um, and they have stopped taking walk. They did stop taking walk-ins. It was by appointment only. But I just gave that as an illustration of one place and one, uh, you know, one activity. Certainly, Desert AIDS Project continues to do testing. I've gotten a test there. Those results were turned around very quickly. Um, many of the pharmacies, including uh, CVS, are testing. Yep. Um, Laura, any, Dr. Rush, any other ones that we should know about? Yeah, Kaiser's testing in, in the Palm Desert and Indio offices. That's, you don't need an appointment, but you do need an order by a physician. So you can always send a message to your regular primary care doctor and they'll go ahead and order the test for you. And you can go ahead and get that done. So that, that's drive up testing as well. Is so it, still, it is everywhere. Is it still the thing up your nose? Yes, the nasopharyngeal swab. So yeah, it's a long Q-tip that kind of goes in and you know tickles your brain a little bit. Makes your eye. Mine hurt. was down the throat. Mine was uh, <laughs> mine was the uh, swab down the throat. Yeah. You self-imposed sure COVID test. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it, and Charles had to go down to my level. Thank you. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I like I, you know. Welcome to my gutter. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hey. short answer is yes. Go ahead and get go get a COVID test done if you if you are you know brave enough to venture out. I say you know what, make it a twofer. Go drop off that ballot and yes. go get a COVID test <laughs> while you're out and about. You know, get it all done. I think Shan went to go mail her ballot. Uh, she took your <laughs> advice seriously. So no, Shan, come back. I got come it. Back. I got it. Oh. oh, thank God. We thought we'd lost you. No, no. I just have to touch it. I'm so excited. Oh, For one, I understand, God. at least Palm Springs is doing the safe thing, and, and the ballot box is actually inside. Is it over at City Hall? City Hall. So, because, you know, there have been those reports that the Republicans had put out fake ballot boxes. So what, yes. is, the, what is the unofficial, like they're not even making them take it down. So what, what is happening with the unofficial Republican ballot boxes? Does anybody know? Yeah, right. A little <laughs> bit. officially I think unscrupulous. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to, it's a lawsuit. There's fights back and forth. But suffice to say, you know, do not put your, uh, do not put your ballot in a box at the local gun shop. Um, or at the local Republican headquarters. It's just not a good idea. I, I got to say, probably most Democrats are smart enough to figure it out. So if, if anything, I don't know what, what they're trying to do. 
you know, confuse people. I think the only people that are going to be confused are, you know, no doubt Trump supporters, but out here, we know, we know what to do. We know where to go. There's enough information out there, you know, on how to vote, where to vote, where to drop off your ballot. If you're on social media, you, you know, you cannot have missed every cue thrown at you. And if you don't know, uh, you can go to IWillVote.com. Uh, and uh, no matter what state you're in, whether you're, you're here in, in Southern California, or whether you're in Texas or Wisconsin or what have you, uh, and there's a drop down for your state, uh, and it will walk you through your closest polling places, if your state is still, if you can still register to vote, how to do that, uh, if you haven't registered yet. Um, so IWillVote.com, I think, is a really important uh, uh, website to get out there because okay. people can can still register here in California. Uh, they can still register in a variety of, of states and it will show you how to get a mail-in ballot or do early voting or where your polling place is. So, so IWillVote.com. My uh, newly relocated um, um, roommate from Florida got his ballot uh, absentee ballot uh, for the state of Florida and and cast that vote yesterday, which is really like 50,000 California votes. Right. And, uh, but they had a sleeve that you had to put it in. That they was had, all the whole thing with no naked ballots, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah, some states you have to have a witness. Um, only if somebody else is bringing in your ballot, right? No, no. In some states, oh. if you were voting absentee, oh. uh, you have to yeah. have a witness. They don't have to watch you vote. Well, they have right. to watch you vote. They don't have to look at your ballot as you're voting, but they have to sign that says that they that you are the person who who filled out this ballot. Um, okay, back to drama and gossip. It turns out Barron had COVID too, which we all assumed, right? Right. How could he not? How could he not? Well, I'm, I'm just surprised he was actually Aaron. in the same facility as his father. Well, I didn't think they even true. lived in the same state. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it was just that one event where the whole family was there, I think. So I don't know. Anybody well, have, I, I haven't had a friend test positive in over a month or so. Anybody else keeping it at a good distance? I've had a few positive patients, but they're, um, they're healthy. They're, they've That's just good. tested positive, but they've been healthy. So th those are all good positive signs. So no, we're, we're looking at the silver lining. Right. I remember us all sitting here seven months ago saying it would probably last until April or May, right? And that we just needed to hunker down and get through to April or May. So every day is that roller coaster. And I hope you have a therapist and a friend who will listen to you and stay the hell at home. Headspace helps. There's a lot of online places that are really good for getting some help. The, the uh, LGBTQ center now, they've added the Q to the name, okay. counseling and support groups. So there's help available if you are uh, feeling down. And look, we, I think we're all feeling it. I, I think on a regular basis, uh, I know I've spoken to each of you, most each of you individually. And you know, some days you just need a little pick me up. And here it is. <laughs> I have this pride champagne that was given to me by our friend, comedian, uh, Mina Hartung. Mina. Yeah. Mina, thank you. That was a very sweet I thing. I love it. Isn't that great? I'm probably not going to drink it. I'm just going to display it. And I'll just, take yeah. it. That's okay. what I said about my Harvey milk bottle of vodka, but I opened it last night. I've had it so for like nice. six months, and I finally, yeah, I opened it. Let's see how much is missing. Yeah, how much is left. <laughs>
Oh, Just she's actually on there, my guy. COVID fatigue is a real thing. We are all getting kind of tired of it, and it's yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not bad. Oh, not bad. Good for you. Good for you. At least there I've was no. I've been hitting the uh, caffeine extra hard, but I've been working a lot more. So. Yeah. Well, and I've been fighting with cigarettes. Like, I don't know what it is. I was 10 years off of them, and I will sneak one from somebody. I bought a whole pack of cloves. I've been trying to buy cigarettes that taste terrible, like a clove. I bought some weird herbal, no nicotine, no tobacco cigarette from London made out of rose petals. Oh, my God, it was so awful. I think we're all... I want them. Aren't we, we're all like Lloyd Bridges in Airplane. It's like, I guess I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Every week is that. <laughs> so many people went around and did all the little home projects, you know, got rid of clothing. That's what I said on the comedy show last night. Like, I organized every drawer and and I I cleaned out and organized stuff. And those drawers are a disaster again already. I'm not starting <laughs> over. <laughs> I'd like to Doctor. offer my place to any um, person that has has any of those, uh, what do you call it? Uh, not ADD, is it? What is it? Where you need everything to be in line. OCD. 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 Like my brother has OCD. I, I, come on over. You know, my come mom has OCD so badly that she can't even hear somebody say OCD without bitching about the fact that those letters are not alphabetical. <laughs> wow. Why wow. would they create that kind of disorder and then not at least make some order? And it is a real thing. I don't minimize no, it. It, it's, it tortures it my brother, and we okay. torture him with it. Speaking of brothers real things, do. today is Global Hand Washing Day, Dr. Laura Rush. People are so busy worrying about their masks. I haven't seen anybody carrying around their little hand sanitizers recently. Oh, so I got mine. mine. Have you had the hand sanitizer from, from uh, Costco? I highly recommend it. It's orange scented. It's like sanitizer. In the industrial size, like you know, it's oh yeah, it's it's this big, but it it is delicious smelling. I we almost talk- want to like have a little sip. Okay, you have me interested. We were talking about like things not to buy at the ninety nine cent store, and I'm thinking hand sanitizer when it's life COVID or death. Test. I wound up. I think I was getting my car re-registered and I wound up having more contact in that little interaction than I'd had at any grocery store. I don't know what it was. I, I left there, you know, feeling like creepy dirty or like I somebody had touched my phone and I'd handed them my card and I had to sign a paper with their pen. And I went to my car and it's swear it looked like I was having a full hooker bath with my <laughs> hand sanitizer shit. I was wiping down my whole, it was, you just, Gotta do it. Can you define hooker bath? <laughs> Come on, you know what a whore bath, a hooker bath, it's a Ups term. and tails. Sometimes so. you have to give your undercarriage a little lousy father. See, it's a <laughs> thing where you just wash part. the important things in a sink. That's, that's... <laughs> wow. I can't believe you don't know the term. I did not make it up. Wash your hands, wash your bits. <laughs> Whore's bath day is tomorrow. There we go. Thanks, Dr. Rush. All right, guys, thanks. I will leave you with that, all right? Not just the hands. <laughs> Wash everything. Oh. With peppermint soap, it's tingly. Ooh. Just watch the chafing. Yeah. You guys have a good weekend, and I'll see you tomorrow night.
Thanks, Doctor. Bye. Bye, Charles. Thank you. Bye, Charles. Thank you. Talk to you later. Ah, uh, next up, we have some fun and games. Finally, my favorite stuff. Selene Luna was Tia Rosita in Disney's Academy Award-winning um, Coco, which I believe should have gotten Best Film. I don't think it should have been relegated to Animated Film. It was my favorite film, and just hearing your voice and knowing that I know who you are really excites me. Uh, she's open for Margaret Cho, and she is part of the International Comedy Festival happening in Palm Springs. Uh, please welcome Selene Luna. Yay, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Good it's morning. nice to see you again. We, uh, we did a little radio thing last year. And now, are you living in the desert area now? So how do you, how do you oh. feel about living here? Yes, um, I live full time in Palm Springs. I am originally from Los Angeles. I grew up there and um, you know, I, I love Palm Springs. I cannot tell you, I, well, I'm here full time. It is the best move, best decision my husband and I ever made. I'm glad you're still love feeling it. that way. You were saying that you'd been trying to get around to it, trying to get around to it. And then you mm -hmm. had just barely just moved in and stuff. So I'm glad you still feel as happy about the move. Oh, you guys, and I'm sure, well, you all live here, right? Full time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's impossible not to love. It's, um, you know, being a city girl and really, I, I, my entire life, I was such a loyal hometown Los Angeles cheerleader. So it was really uh, mentally tough for me to leave Los Angeles. Uh, but my husband and I kind of, I hate to say it, we're older now and we just want peace and quiet. And uh, so we decided we needed to leave the city. Things were getting crazy there. And um, so I had a hard time leaving because I'm so deeply rooted in Los Angeles, my family, my friends, my whole life. Uh, so I had a hard time, but I'm not joking. The minute we got here, the minute we arrived at our new house, just something came over me. There's some magic here in the desert. And I was yes. instantly at ease and comforted. And now I, as much as I love my LA friends and family, I avoid going into the city. Ah, you, could you imagine lockdown in LA for the last seven months <gasps> compared to how you have no. survived it here? Yeah. Also, oh my God. I am now picturing you in a cheerleader outfit, an LA <laughs> cheerleader outfit. I'm really sorry, I can't help myself. It is who I am. It's not that cute. <laughs> oh, yes, it would be. Tell us a little my bit about my what- My legs are too scrawny. <laughs> oh, is that a turtleneck you've got on? It almost looks like a turtleneck. It, See, that's, uh, that's like a, a cheerleader mock. uniform already. It does, actually. I hadn't thought of that. It's but, the uh, Luna Fall so ready to wear catalog. You know what, you guys, and you'll get this as a Palm Springs residents. Like, as soon as the weather dropped under 100, I was, like, freezing. <laughs> so uh, it, it's in the high 90s, so I'm like, ooh, I better put on a sweater. <laughs> An argyle I'm, I'm turtleneck. So, I'm so comfortable right now. I love my cashmere. I'm still swimming, but I'm in a full one-piece, you know, gown uh -huh. of a swimsuit a three-piece yeah. a three-piece swimsuit that's what i'm doing well, it's a little chewy it's about 98 so <laughs> can you tell us something about what you're doing with the comedy festival this week yeah i'd love to well um first i want to say that i part of uh the quality of my life increasing here in palm springs is that uh, i became involved with the palm springs international comedy festival and um I'm, uh, I got to uh, join up and 
a team with the festival's director and creator, Paul Cruz. He is so great at what he does that I was just so excited at the opportunity to work with him. Um, he's basically creating a comedy scene for Palm Springs. That's something I think a lot of people aren't aware of. Palm Springs is such an old school showbiz town, and that's what I love yeah. about it. Yeah. And it still is very entertainment focused. However, there isn't really a comedy scene. Sure. And uh, so that is a huge part of my life. So I feel very lucky that I got to connect with the festival. And now um, I get to work with Paul to create the scene. And so um, tonight I actually have a show I'm very excited about. Uh, we are doing a virtual festival. And tonight I am producing and hosting Selene Luna and Friends Crip Comedy Jam. It's an uh, all disabled mm. lineup. I exclusively booked comics who have uh, a variety of disabilities. And the reason why, if I may go on, is that um, I, I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not trying to produce some inspirational show because that is disgusting to disabled people. We are not here to make able to feel better about themselves. Uh, the reason I'm doing this show is because we need visibility in the comedy world. There are a ton of disabled performers who really don't get the opportunity to shine. And um, it's actually a serious issue. Uh, you know, most theaters and comedy clubs are not ADA compliant no. as far as disabled comics go. They yeah. are, a lot of them are ADA compliant for audience members, yeah. but not for the performers. And so a virtual festival, I thought, is the perfect opportunity yeah. for disabled comics to shine without the physical logistics that we normally have to contend with uh, in theaters and comedy clubs. Yeah. I have to say this is Paul's second year of producing mm -hmm. this Palm Springs International Comedy Festival. It is diverse, it is expansive, and especially given the virtual element of it this year, he was really able to blow it up. This is the second year that I have been a volunteer for the festival. Last night I hosted two hours of comedy competition, five minutes a comic, 11 comics an hour. Uh, amazing, they were so good, they were so good. It was really, really fun to do. Definitely, the talent we have is out of control. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt that it's international, so we get talent that you normally wouldn't have the opportunity to have. For example, on my show tonight, Crip Comedy Jam, we've got one comic from New Zealand uh, coming in and also uh, somebody from Hong Kong. And these guys are phenomenal. I mean, they're it, so I really hope people have the opportunity to tune in tonight at 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Amazing. Thank you so much for spending part of the early, early part of the day with us. We love Thank seeing you. you. Selene, Luna. <laughs> Thank you, guys, and I really hope to see you again. We hope to see you out and about in Palm Springs. Now that we know you live here, we'll be watching for you, of course. And all the details on this festival and other things can be found at GayDesertGuide.com, our complete events calendar, of course, is featuring the Palm Springs International Comedy Festival this weekend. Thank you, guys. Super. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye. All right, now we move on to a great project that uh, is happening this weekend on Saturday here in Palm Springs. It's called the Aging Positively 
reunion project. And the man who puts this all together, the director of the HIV and Aging Resource Center is uh, Jeff Taylor. Good morning, Jeff, how are you today? Good morning, thank you everybody, great to be here. Now you and I are going to be uh, holed up tomorrow, Saturday, actually Saturday, we're we recording this on Thursday, but on Saturday, 9 at 30 a.m. to 4 p.m., we've got a full day of a virtual event and we've got a very special guest speaker too. So Jeff, would you tell us about the fifth annual HIV and aging Zoom conference this week? Yes, well, this is actually a, a, a combination. It's kind of a joint effort because of COVID, we had to postpone our usual reunion project that we do every year. Um, it was supposed to be in the spring. And of course, everything happened. And DAP does its annual Aging Positively event every fall in honor of um, HIV and Aging Awareness Day. So we decided this year to combine forces and do a joint event and do it on Zoom. So it's all a grand experiment, but we're really excited. We're going to preserve all the uh, elements of the events and bring together long-term HIV survivors. This is all about them and what they need. So we have a lot of educational events, some um, kind of um, community building events. And also we have a wonderful keynote speaker, um, Javier Munoz, who is uh, one of the stars of the Broadway show Hamilton. He played the lead after Lin-Manuel Miranda. And he's a long-term HIV survivor, LGBT activist, cancer survivor. And we're really looking forward to him uh, speaking at the end of the day as a keynote speaker. Yeah, Jeff, it's, it's pretty amazing. Know, what is the thing that, that, that you find the common, uh, the common trait of, this, of survivors? Uh, resilience. You know, I mean, we're right in the middle of a pandemic. HIV survivors live through another pandemic. You know, the general public may not realize that, but we watched people die. We dealt with, you know, an insane political climate at the time. And uh, you live to tell the tale. So uh, we're kind of the ones who know what to do this time around. So who else is speaking at your, at your reunion? Oh, we've got a uh, lineup of all sorts of community leaders and uh, health professionals. Um, we're going to have a, a panel on COVID with providers from all the major uh, institutions talking about what COVID's looking like and what it means for people with HIV. We're doing one on research. HARP, of course, is a research group, does our own research. And uh, we'll be talking about HIV research at places like Desert AIDS Project, Borrego, right. Eisenhower. And then we've got some uh, kind of um, other mental health issues like uh, Dr. Gover from DAP. He's gonna talk about how to deal with isolation and social depression, especially now. And other things like HIV and dating, some fun stuff like that. So there's going to be a variety of things throughout the day. And people can kind of log in, log off, and participate you know, as they like throughout the course of the day, which is how the event's always been designed. And we've been putting this together for the last number of months, working on this. And yesterday we did a little run-through. And uh, we're, I know, Jeff, uh, I'm really excited to be a part of this. You've brought uh, Gay Desert Guide on as a media sponsor. And I've been hosting this now for the past three years. Uh, we had Greg Luganis here last year, and now Javier Munoz will be uh, with us to the, to, on Saturday. And remember, he was with Hamilton. Um, I also wanted to kind of do this little parallel. On Friday, we're doing our little happy hour from 5 to 6 with the Fun and Games Department. At 6 o'clock, the, um, the cast of Hamilton, including Javier, is going to be doing a fundraiser for, I believe, um, HRC, if I'm not mistaken. And we've got details on that that we'll put up on the Gay Desert Guide website uh, mm. this, well, this weekend as well. Great. Javier is getting a lot of exposure this weekend. And <laughs> he normally he really is.
That's great. All right. Any well, Jeff, we are looking forward to it. Um, all the details, you can still register. We do ask for advanced registration, even though the event is free and it's a featured event on gaydesertguide.com, or you can go to the desertaidsproject.org website and uh, register with Eventbrite. This will be on Zoom, and we'll, uh, if anybody has any issues with Zoom, we'll have some people standing by to, uh, to help some of the people with Aging Positively Reunion Project. That's a good idea. <laughs> yes. Check back up to walk the Check aging through the yep. Zoom process. But you know Indeed. what? People are getting it. You know, they're they're, getting it. Uh, we have new skills that we're, you know, it's like we're resilient, right? Resilience. <laughs> That's and, right. At the company the, competition last night, there are a couple people who in front of, you know, a hundred viewers were like, I, I don't have that button. And it's so hard. <laughs> like that commercial where that guy says, you know, here's the silence button. She says, I don't have a silence. She's like, everybody has a silent button. <laughs> yeah, so it is hard uh, not yeah. to, it's very helpful to have somebody who can kind of discreetly move them through that. Thank you very much yeah. for Thanks, being Jeff. with us, Jeff Taylor. <laughs> Thank you all. Great to see you. And your beard is epic for those who are viewing. I love your beard. It's awesome. Pan down to Yeah, beard. pan down so we see the full. Oh, my God. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, it's, where does it end? Oh, my God. It goes to the floor. It's it like ZZ Top. Skin. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. Methuselah. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Jeff Taylor. Have a good day. Bye, everyone. Bye. So, Brad, can you tell us a little bit about what is happening and what's not happening and what's been rescheduled to be in a different place and a different time in a different way? <laughs> yes, I'll certainly try to do all of that in 30 seconds or less. No, uh, actually, Shan, you and I are going to have some fun on Friday evening. John Taylor, you are invited to put on your best 70s garb. We are doing a happy hour and trivia with 70s edition. Some stories, jokes, 70s trivia. Dress in your best 70s disco-themed outfit. Just a fun little one-hour get-together. I found out that after that, at 6 p.m., we talked about the fact that there's going to be a reunion of the Hamilton cast, and we'll be talking about that on social media. Uh, Tight Street London, the street of wonderful queer possibilities, is uh, an event that you can attend virtually through the fun and games department of Gay Desert Guide and the Met event. That's this Sunday at 11 a.m. with a virtual tour of that street. Shan, of course, working with the Palm Springs International Comedy Festival. That happens throughout the uh, weekend. This is interesting. Uh, the East Coachella Valley Pride is still doing some uh, events this weekend, mostly virtually, but they are doing a Pride caravan with a car decorating contest at Coachella's Veterans Park following a route around local parks. We're still, you know, debating whether that's going to happen here with Palm Springs Pride. I do know that with Palm Springs Pride, we are putting together the uh, Light Up the Night contest, and that is where you're going to be decorating with pink lights or rainbow-colored lights, and I believe we have a very special flyaway prize waiting for the the uh, the winner of our virtual contest that we'll be doing on social media. So we'll have all the details on that coming up next week. So the I prize would... is not from Pride, it's from us? Well, Pride is getting it too. I mean, Pride, Pride works with a number of airlines, and I think we are this close to having some really cool prizes that may include uh, airline flights. Ooh. I know very well that there's no way that this little lesbian can compete with any gay, gay man's 
lighting design, but I did order. Oh, a I don't know. I don't know. I've seen you. I've seen all your decorations, Shan. You you have a fighting chance. I know. I did order a few lights. I'm broke, so I can go all crazy. But I did order a few little strings of lights. I all right. So light up the night. LED when lights. when does that begin, Brad? Light up the it's night. It's the weekend of Pride. It's actually just it's a it's a it's literally forty eight hours. We are going to do it uh, the first night. Uh, you'll be uh, taking photos of your own display, and then the next night you'll be we'll be voting on them. So, so like, is the first weekend. night Friday or is the first Friday. night Saturday? Yeah, the first night's Friday, and then it continues on Saturday, and then we'll have the uh, winner announced on Sunday. Oh, well, this okay. is. Um, LGBT History Month, 31 Days, 31 Icons. We've got a new story, a new um, uh, you know, person featured every day on our website. Jimmy Bogle could not be with us today. He is on deadline for the November issue of the Coachella Valley Independent, but they have revealed the finalists of their seventh annual Best of Coachella Valley Readers Poll. Many uh, businesses that are near and dear to our hearts are in competition. And so you can vote from now through October 26th at cbindependent.com. And Jimmy's got some new things coming up, including a new website and some other new features that he will be um, releasing to us in the next couple of weeks. So we really look forward to chatting with him uh, as things uh, progress there. You know, Pride is being reimagined, and uh, Rhonda Hart put out the press release. We've had it up on the site for a few days. How exactly are we going to do Palm Springs Pride this year? You can find out all about it on the homepage of GayDesertGuide.com. All the events that are virtually happening, including um, you know a dance party uh, co-sponsored by K-Gay, um, everything, including this Light Up the Night contest, is all on Gay Desert Guide. Now, I wanted to also just mention that the LGBT Center has been renamed and rebranded as the LGBTQ Community Center of the Desert. And even their URL is changing to thecentercv.org instead mm -hmm. of ps.org. Uh, I was talking yes. with uh, Lex Ortega about that uh, yesterday. Uh, they're continuing to hold all these wonderful, wonderful virtual events, things like social caring in the face of quarantine, uh, Zumba. Uh, there's also conversational Spanish classes going on, a youth hangout, uh, women's chat with Kim Keeler. So all kinds of great things happening through the LGBT Center. These and many more events can be found on Gay Desert Guide. It's in our newsletter that we publish every Friday morning, Thursday night, depending on when I actually hit the send button. Um, and we thank everyone for joining us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast today. John, we welcome you back. Uh, how was your, uh, how was your uh, short jaunt to Florida? It was hell. <laughs> yeah, why would you ask yeah. that? Seriously. Yeah, no, I no, no, I was wondering. No, but seriously, you had to fly. Yeah, I had to fly. I, I, I flew American. I have to give them all the credit in the world that uh, they're doing it right. I got to chat at a distance with a couple of the flight attendants and and surprisingly, they were older flight attendants and they mm -hmm. take things very seriously so the older flight attendants are all that are left my friend yeah. has been at american for 19 years 
and uh, he has the lowest seniority among all of the employees that he works with now. Everyone wow. under that, at 19 years, he has the least seniority for picking trips, everything. He's back at ground zero. And I, so have, to, I have to give a shout out to the Mizell Senior Center. They, um, my, I'm probably gonna move my mom here because she needs yeah. more help. Yeah. And um, they passed uh, a packet of information to me <laughs> through the door. <laughs> uh, I went over there yesterday and I wanna thank them for giving me all the resources to make my mom's move smooth and get her connected to you know, the community in a, in a way that's, that's gonna really help. So we're really lucky. Like Selena said earlier, this is a really special place and that's why we love Gay Palm Springs. I mean, it's- well, That's right. We've got and a if you need to fly again, John, don't forget, I have, <laughs> you know, I bought it cause I thought I was gonna have to fly somewhere, but as it oh, you gave out, me this yeah. one. So I was ready to go with the, that and the N95 mask and yeah, so I- Again, I'm, I got you that at the 99 cent store. So I'm glad ooh. you are also wearing a mask, but- Yes, yeah. This also works as a double bong so that if you take a hit <laughs> I've and seen exhale, that video. you can just keep- Close the mask. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like a shotgun automatic, or like a re-shotgunning effect. So I can bogart yeah. my own, yes, yes. Yeah. Your own secondhand before, smoke. That's awesome. Before we go, yes. there's going to be a woman astronaut who is going to walk on the moon. Have you heard about this? No. She's a lesbian, a, a alleged well, lesbian, and her brother lives here in Palm Springs. So when, the, when I find out if all this is truly true, um, we got ourselves a little story here, I think. Oh. I think so. And then you can put your helmet back on. Could you check and see if she's single? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I am totally game will. for a long-distance relationship, even if it's from the moon. <laughs> okay. So I, I have to tell you that we did our, you know, we did the, the bear hunt uh, the virtual dating last week. I, I Jan, hosted thank it, you yes. for hosting that, right? Yeah. Uh, John, you missed that one. I actually connected with, and I think I did this mostly for defensive purposes, a, uh, a real estate agent in Puerto Vallarta. Oh. <laughs> we matched as both friends and as, uh, as a potential date. I'm going down there in January. And uh, if the election uh, outcome may not, is not to our liking, I may be doing uh, I Love Gay PV from now on. <laughs> well, half of the people, PV half of the people in this town that returned, that retired here 10 years ago are now buying a condo in Puerto Vallarta. I can help you there too. Well, we learned a lot today. We learned about horse baths. <laughs> That was something new. Resilience. Uh, there's all sorts of things going on. The comedy world is heating up here and people are creating a great um, comedy community. And you can find out more by going to gaydesertguide.com. Click on the events. We got the International Comedy Festival tomorrow night. 70s fun and trivia dress up and happy hour with fun and games department. It's, it's going to be a good weekend. We're making the best of things. We are indeed. Thank you, John. Thank you, Shan. Helmets on. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs and on the homepage of GayDesertGuide.com.